You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, episode number 42. Today I'm talking about coaching. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, Certified Life Coach, and I'm here to help you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I'll also teach you some practical ways to manage your sensitivities. Every week, I'll be answering your questions, sharing some of my stories, and offering tips and advice so that you can be your best in your relationships, in your business, at home, and with your friends. Hey, everybody, I'm back. (laughs) So you might have noticed that it's been quite a few weeks since I have recorded a podcast. I guess it was in the summertime, I decided to get certified as a life coach through the Life Coach School. Now you might have a lot of questions like, hey, Rach, haven't you been coaching before? Yes, I it feels like I've been coaching forever. My husband, I used to own a yoga studio and my husband would always call me the emotional bartender. And I'm like, I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. I didn't really understand what a life coach was. Now I'd heard life coaching for the past, probably like the past 10 years. And I've always like been super interested. Well, now I am so happy that I took the step to be become a life coach. And and if I'm very honest, it changed everything in my life. It changed within a year. It changed my relationships, my, my, you know, we have what we call our difficult people relationships. It changed some of that. Um, it, it helped me um, approach how I look at my goals. Like not everything is an emergency. It changed the way I do my work. Yeah, I have a ton of a ton to say about all of this. And it will, I'll also say it also helped me deal with some loss. I lost a pet. I'm this is too early for me to be talking about right now, but in the next, probably the next three or so episodes, I'll talk about in the middle of all this, I lost my dog. My dog died. I could not believe the way I handled myself. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that right now because I don't want this to be the sad episode. So, and a lot of people have questions. Like when I get on a consultation with people, a lot of times you you probably don't have a, a good idea of what a life coach is. And then maybe you've had some like really crummy experiences or just, you know, there's so many aspects of life coaching, but I'm going to give you my story. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you what life coaching is not. Number one, it is not a regulated industry. So I had a lot of hangups about that, but then I'm like, well, neither is yoga. And I've been teaching yoga like a boss for since 2004. Right. So I was like, I I had a lot of thoughts that I'm like, you know what, these are my thoughts. And I depending on my thoughts, that's how I'm going to approach this. So life in life coaching, there's no like right now, there's no third party regulation that's that's uh, that says 
who gets to be a life coach and who doesn't, what it really means, what types of training you need. But the type of life coaching that I do, and and this is the training that I was taught through the life coach school. Now, you're probably asking, well, how did you even get to this point? I researched, I researched the best of the best of the best. And then I kind of dove in. I was a student first. I just really kind of, I kind of rolled around in it, all this life coaching stuff. And I was so intrigued. Um, Now the life coach school, and if you haven't listened to Brooke Castillo, who is the founder of the life coach school, that's how I got started. I was just like, binge listening to all of the podcasts. And I'm like, this is amazing stuff. Now the life coach school, I think has the best uh, tools. And it's the tools that I used myself before I was even a certified coach to grow and change my life for the better. Now, you might be wondering, well, how did that even happen? Well, where was I before this whole life coaching thing? Okay, if you've been listening for more than two or three episodes, you probably get it. You probably understand that self-help lights up my brain. I really just feel like expansive when I think of the possibility that everyone can change. You know, I mean, we all like the underdog story. You're like, I mean, that's like half the movies out there. Like the person that's really had a hard time and they've come through all the trials and tribulations, and then they, they, they make the change. I love those stories. Um, so I also, and you've probably heard this before, but I was diagnosed with adult ADHD at the age of 48. Now I will say a lot of times I, I don't tell the truth and say that I was surprised, but at first I was like, I always joked around about it. Like it must be my ADHD brain. And my doctor was like, let's do some tests. And I'm like, no, no, I was just kidding. And he's like, I wasn't, <laughs> but it was not really a surprise. Now that I look back, I was, listen, y'all, I was super ticked off. And on the other hand, I was so relieved, but I mean, I had to mentally digest this thing that I kind of knew in the back of my head was probably something that was going on. And now I had to face it, address it. And then I, I think the reason I got upset was because it was the woulda, coulda, shoulda. If, if in the seventies and eighties, if, if they're like, you know, um, girls do have ADHD, I would have probably been the poster child for that. And I'm like, Oh, my life would have been so much better. That's not true. It's just, it had all of these thoughts and I needed to process all of these thoughts, right? So, and also before life coaching, um, I was a very sensitive and I still am a very, very sensitive, highly intuitive, very empathic person. That's the thing. Also, I was a former yoga studio owner, a brick and mortar business with employees. It was tough, but I loved it. I loved it. And I'm like, wow, this is, it's like when they say life is 50-50, it was the best and the worst. I had closed my yoga studio in 2017. Um, And, you know, I guess it was, we all have this romanticized version. Owning a yoga studio, it was the highest of the highs for me and the lowest of the lows for me. 
believe it or not. Okay, life I believe it now and looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, this totally shows up everywhere. Life is seriously 50-50. You go through the ups and the downs. A lot of times we just remember the downs, but we go through the ups and the downs of life. Now, then I closed my yoga studio thinking that this was going to be the answer to everything, right? I thought closing my studio would give me some relief. And I loved it. I am passionate about teaching and helping people live a better life. Okay. Now, listen, after I closed my yoga studio, I did not feel really excited about my life or what, like, what's next? I was like, I was 47. I I was like, what's next? So, you know, I dabbled in a few things here and there. Um, I got some certifications. I still love Reiki. I still teach yoga. I love practicing yoga a lot. Um, I got certified as a meditation teacher. That was a huge thing for me. And I still had clients, old clients coming to me and asking me how to basically live a better life, how to up level, you know, is it just yoga? Is it just meditation? And I'm like, you know, I think it's a lot of things. So basically people who were wanting to make changes for the better were still reaching out to me. I was in this in-between stage and I felt really stagnant after I, after the drama of closing the studio. I was stagnant and I kept thinking, well, now what? I'm still overwhelmed. And I started to really kind of reassess some things. Now, I've always, always loved self-help. I have all the books. Well, it feels like I have all the books. I have a degree in psychology. I have worked at women's shelters. And this is like my previous life in my 20s. But I wasn't, I wasn't really growing. And it was a big challenge for me because I, I love to set goals because I love to work to, I'm always like, let's, we can always improve our lives, right? Now I've always loved listening to podcasts. And one day I stumbled on Brooke Castillo's podcast and it was a, I think she was on someone else's podcast that I'd listened to in the past. It's called the Life Coach School Podcast. We just talked about that a few minutes ago and I got so much out of this that I was just like, anytime I was in the car, on a walk, doing housework, I'm like, it was in my ear. I was so intrigued. Now, then let's fast forward a little bit to my 50th birthday last year. Um, I decided that I would treat myself to Self Coaching Scholars, their membership. Now, this is not some $20 a month membership. This was a little bit like, you better get your wallet out and you better show up for this or you're really not going to get anything out of it. I decided to really go all in. I'm like, I'm just going to like work on myself for like a year. I'm still teaching some yoga on the side. I'm still teaching some meditation classes on the side, but this was kind of my thing. And I got so much out of it. Now I had the long-term goal of going through this, their certification program. Um, and this was at the time, and it still is, it was a huge financial investment. So I gave myself about a year to dive in. I'm like, look, if you stick with this, take advantage of all the coaching, um, which we got a coaching session once a week, a one-on-one private coaching session. I mean, listen, 
yeah, it was a little bit of a price tag, but we, you can get so much and it's only like not worth it if you don't use the, the service. It's just kind of like anything else, right? So I gave myself about a year to dive in and take advantage of all of this coaching. And I will say there is just so much value in that scholars program that I wanted to really get the most out of all of the concepts get coached as much as I could because I still had some like mm, things going on and start to allow myself to really be a student, which is so much fun, y'all. And so I got to experience being a student as a client. Um, I was challenged to think a lot differently about my past, where I am right now and my future. And I was like, wow, something is something's moving around, something's changing for me. Now, one of the biggest gifts that I have learned, well, so far that I've learned is that I get to decide. Now, I've talked about decisions in this podcast before, but I got to decide how I wanted to look at my past and talk about my past, okay? And my here and now, my present moment and my future. Now, there are tons of benefits. I learned the, the concept called the model, which I do teach my clients. Um, and this is the foundation of the type of, of work that I do now. Uh, and I very quickly saw the power of this model, this framework, and the power of coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching to change and to give me some different results in my life. Now, there were some unresolved issues, as we all have, around my future. I'm like, oh, again, what do I want to do? What, who do I want to become? Do I want to shake off some old roles? And, you know, I started feeling like I was, I was really uh, waking up again and coming back to this essence of what I love. And I just love helping people and helping people help themselves because so that they could be that hero in their own story. Now I dove in and I studied everything that I could about this work. And I discovered that I had an incredible amount of things in common with some of the concepts of the life coach school, some of the things that I had studied before, but I, it was coming back around. I got coached every chance I could. I learned how to coach myself, which meant getting incredibly honest with myself. Every, I coach myself every single day. And this was 100% the next right step for me. Now that I'm on the other side of coach training, I can see things differently which was even deeper. Oh my gosh. Now in coach training was even better and way, way harder than I ever imagined. <laughs> it would be part of me was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I know this stuff. And the other part was like, this was hard. I will say one of the best things, and this is something that I have secretly been working on. I don't have a big circle of friends that I hang out with on a consistent basis. So one of the things that I had written down, like, what do I want to get out of this coach training? I wanted to make new, very, very good friends. And I was like, oh, but who knows? Maybe I won't make any friends. Because I had this like hang up about like, oh, I'm too old to make friends. So I made friends of a lifetime. This was something that I wrote down on a manifestation list. Like, what do I want out of coaching? And I was like, I really want to make some good friends. I mean, you know, that kind of makes sense. But I'm like, eh, who knows? And, and I think that's kind of one thing that had been lacking in my life. And I will tell you, it's because I didn't try. <laughs> like, I don't want new friends. <laughs> I like being by myself. <laughs> but this all came from my own thinking. 
Um, now these friends, these are actually friends of mine now. I do have a, like a couple of like very close ones out of the group. And we are friends because a couple of things. We had to get very vulnerable during this coach training. We were challenged. Um, I can't even tell you how many times I cried. I know that's me. We worked extra hard on our own time. Like coach training itself was, it was, it was a time commitment. And then you're like, oh, there's an extra probably 10 hours outside of this that we really, really need to do per week. And we did this together. We made it work. We made this thing work. And let me tell you, there are people from other time zones on the opposite side of the world, from different cultural backgrounds, and we all had this thing in common. We wanted to help. We wanted to learn. We were all very vulnerable, and we wanted to grow in ways that that we never thought were possible. So writing down, I'm going to make the best friends through this training. I didn't really know what it would look like at the time, but friendships, they, they blossomed. Now, I knew at the end of training that I wanted to create or enhance my business my coaching business to share this with other people. And it was like the training was the glue that brought this all together. And this was for anyone who was struggling the way that I was like asking questions like, well, where do I go from here? What's next in life? Or I need to make a shift, but I don't really know how you're just indulging in all kinds of confusion. So helping people learn these tools and to know that relief is available. You just have to accept it, reach out for it, ask for it. So I love helping others wake up from just letting life take over and actually getting into kind of like the driver's seat instead of sitting in the back seat just or the passenger seat. Uh, letting everything happen. I think a lot of us, we do kind of fall into that. Um, you know, and in my yoga training and meditation training, I had access and a, an opportunity to have a lot of, already have a lot of this personal development, all these tools and different systems. And I kept thinking, not every, I, how can everybody have this type of personal development? So there's a lot of opportunities to develop. And so then I've, I just created my own coaching program for people who are ready to feel better, to feel better and break out of this, that, that rut that we get in um, and get really just get back into the driver's seat. And the bottom line, we're all just trying to feel a bit better about ourselves. Now this episode is getting a little bit long. So in the next, this is going to, I'm going to have a, probably a part two, maybe even a part three, but hopefully it's just a part two on, um, what life coaching is and how it works and kind of what to look for in a good coach. So stay tuned for the next episode. In the meantime, check out my website, check me out on all the social medias. Um, I'm on Instagram at Rachel K Hudson. Um, I post on there quite often. I'm not on there like hanging out, but I post quite often. If you want like a Facebook group, I do have a private Facebook group. And if you are ready to work with a life coach one-on-one. 
if you're ready to work with me, I do free consultations. Um, you can go to rachelkhudson.com and click the tab that says work with me. And that will get you into my scheduler. You'll just have to fill out a little bit of information. Um, and we can make that first step. I want to let you know, wherever you are, you can make steps to have a better life, to create that thing for you, whether you're an empath or not. Yes, I'm still going to be talking about empaths and maybe a couple of extra things here and there. I have so many tools that I'm so excited to share with you. I mean, I just can't wait. I've got so much to share with you. And I want to end this by saying, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. See you next time. Bye.